Well, hey everyone, Carrie Beck here with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm in hopes of you actually taking a coffee break. We are in the middle of a three-part series, not really in the middle, we're at the end of the three-part series. We have been talking about our identity in Christ, our kids' identity in Christ. The first week we talked about being accepted in Christ. Last week we talked about being secure in Christ and sealed in Christ. And often, a lot of times our kids' attitude, I personally think, comes from insecurities. You know, I've watched, actually, I've watched my grandkids, and I've watched sometimes when they're sort of like really upset or sort of acting out, I really think sometimes they are going through some sort of insecurity as well. I wish I had understood more of this when I was, uh, had my kids, you know, we just moved along and did whatever, and I really don't know that I did as much. I think I sat down and talked to them more than when I was growing up, but maybe not as much as I would have liked to. One of the books that I've recommended is this book, Living Fearless by Jamie Winship. It's all about finding your identity in Christ, but also he's very big. He thinks, especially by middle school, we should be talking to our kids about their identity. And that is sort of tied a little bit to um, their calling. He, so he goes a little bit different than just who we are in Jesus Christ. Today, we're going to talk about how we are significant. Where do we get our significant from? The name, I'll put the uh, book um, in, well, you'll get it with tomorrow's um, replay links and stuff, but it's called Living Fearless by Jamie Winship. And I will put that with the video when we post the video as well. So thank you, Amanda. Um, where do your kids find their significance? Is it in screens? Is it in their friends? And it's a, that goes a little bit with security as well. I want to start with the verse, John 15, 16, and 17. It says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command, love each other. And I'll be really honest. Um, I prepared this earlier today. And I sort of skimmed through a little bit of it because I have talked about this topic in the past. But just reading that verse out loud gave me some hope for some things that I'm walking through right now. And that God says, whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. That could be for relationship issues. I mean, I've got lots of problems. I always have problems going. I don't know about y'all, but and you can hear some of those. I'm not going to dive deep into them today, but um, relationship, family issues, financial issues, kid issues. There's all sorts of things. Whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you, but there's a little caveat at the beginning. I chose you and appointed you so that you may go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. He chose us to bear fruit. And if you look at that and you read more about the vine and the branches, we cannot make that fruit happen. We have got to cling to the vine. The vine is Jesus. God, the father is the gardener. And if we are not clinging, he can just start trimming away from us. I know he's trimmed a lot of things away from me as well. These are things we need to be teaching our children. Yes, when they're young, they need to know Bible stories and they need to know, I think, especially the character of God, that he is sovereign. He is love. He is omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresence. He is eternal. 
they're righteous and he, because he died on the cross he is faithful and he is forgiving as well because the blood covers us he also says in john 15 this is my command love each other colossians 3 talks about putting on love the perfect bond of unity that means the perfect bond of walking in peace with others. And then it goes on to say, and always be thankful. We're going to talk a lot about thankfulness all through November because that's just the month of thankfulness. But today I want to just talk a little bit, you know, boys growing up, boys used to grow up in the Middle Ages to be knights. They had a purpose. They found significance because they had a purpose to protect and to go out and fight for the family, to fight for the castle. And a lot of times we don't have that purpose. And I will tell you, that is a lot of what Jamie Winship talks about here. Finding each person's identity and going forth. We talked at the first about David. Oh, I won't get this. Well, I've got it written down here because I will sort of say it wrong. Let me just look this up. David's identity. Well, let's look this up and say it correctly. He was, his identity was shepherd, poet, lost it, shepherd, poet, warrior, king. And those years of being a shepherd built him into the king that he eventually was. Those years of being shepherd built him into the poet and the author of the Psalms. Those years of being a shepherd built him into the warrior when he would fight bears and lions. Our kids need to look at their identity as they are growing up in our home so that they can fulfill this later on as well. Do you have a purpose right now? What is it? And if you are listening, please leave a comment. Unfortunately, I can't see the Facebook comments, but please leave a comment replay or the live one as well. What is your purpose right now? I mean, I'm going to throw out a few ideas, but leave a comment wherever you're listening to this replay or live. Is your purpose and your identity found in being a homeschool mom? Maybe that's where it is. I know that when my kids were home, I had an identity in home and being a mom and a wife. Once they left, I started to understand what men sort of feel like, what's their real purpose in life? Because it's like, okay, I fulfilled, I'm still a mom and my kids and I still have a great relationship and we talk about things and I can guide them, but that sort of disappeared as a daily um, calling or identity for me. Is it to keep your home? Is it to love your husbands, love your kids, to live wisely? So you need to think about what is your calling? And then let's talk to our children. Even young children can find a purpose and identity. It may be temporary. It just may be this week. Your calling is, who knows, to learn your spelling words. Or um, your calling is to make your bed every day. Or your calling is to quit arguing with your siblings. Maybe work on a character quality as well. Maybe it is to serve others, to serve their family. Finish their work on time. If you have older kids, and I'm thinking like 10 or 11, they should be able to start thinking for themselves. Y'all know if you've been around me, I'm all about critical thinking and thinking so that your kids, by the time they're high school, really can sort of work through their own homeschool studies themselves. They should start be making wise decisions based on the Bible. We want to give them the tools of learning and critical thinking skills. All that I teach in Raising Leaders, Not Followers. If you have older kids, ask them, what do you feel like your identity is? What is your purpose? What is your calling?
Second Corinthians 5.20 says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And I think this is so important. We are called to be his ambassadors and we need to be reconciled to God through the blood of Jesus Christ, but we also need to be reconciled to one another. And a lot of that goes through forgiveness and accepting people. And, you know, I mentioned Colossians 3 earlier. It also says, um, make allowance when others offend you. God has forgiven you. You must forgive others. And so that is something I think we really need to do ourselves, model, and then teach it to our kids. We are, we've been chosen to be ambassadors, to be part of his family. How do you show your kids how significant they are to you? Leave something in the comments. Do you do anything to help them feel that significance? That they are a big deal, a big deal to God because they have been chosen. They've been reconciled to God and a big deal to you. Do you ever make a bill? I mean, I want to tell you our birthdays, we went all out even in the high school years. It is important that we make our kids feel significant, not an empty significant, not a pride vein significant, but who are they? Do you honor your children? Like, and do you say thank, do you praise them when they've been nice? Or are you only looking for the negatives? I get off on my little character behavior thing. Love endures through all circumstances. And so even when your kids hurt your feeling, even when you're dealing with issues, love endures through all circumstances. If you look at 1 Corinthians, love endures, oh wait, um, love, oh gosh, I say this every morning when I pray. Love never gives up, never loses faith. Love hopes through all situations and love bears through all circumstances. This is true between you and your children between you and your spouse and your family and your friends, make allowances for those who offend you. You need to model this and then model it for your kids. And as you show love, true love, you can begin to show them how significant they are. Talk to them, speak truth, speak some of these verses that I've shared with them. Accept your kids, accept your family, no matter their actions. Now, I'm not going to go down into boundaries. I've done other talks on all of that. But I think it is important that we never give up on those that God has put in our lives. Um, and I think with the holidays coming up, we will have many opportunities to do that. Because some of you, you're going to have these great holidays and everything's going to be rosy. And you can show them how much you love them, how significant everyone is. And for others of you, you're going to go, oh, no, I got to go home. Oh, no, I know it's going to be hard. And I will tell you, for me personally, Thanksgiving is a lot harder than Christmas. Um, I'll just go ahead and share a little of my story because some of you know it and some of you don't. Seven years ago, my husband walked away. For seven years, I have prayed every single day for his soul to walk with Jesus Christ again. And I truly believe God is a God of abundance. God is a God of love. He has not given up on Steve. But holidays are not the same anymore. Thanksgiving is very difficult for me. I don't know why it's Thanksgiving, but it's my hardest holiday. And about three years ago, um, gosh, three or four years ago, maybe we've made it through two, uh, two Thanksgivings at the farm. Yeah, it's been four years. I had an explosion at the Thanksgiving table at my parents in front of my siblings and in front of my children and my nieces and nephews and basically just had to 
walk away. And I realized I was walking in depression. And so that was some time they had to accept and forgive me. And I had to apologize to that. But I know I say that because holidays can be hard, but we need to continue to love even in the worst situations, even in hard situations. Can you show God's love through what's coming up with Christmas and through Thanksgiving as well? And I think as we love others, we begin to show them how they are significant first to God. And then they are significant to us as well. Now, before I close, I do want to just share something. I think I shared this with Amanda before we got started. Tomorrow, I have a class to really dig deep, especially with Christmas, because it Let's face it, it is craziness. The word busyness did not exist even when my kids were little. I used it every once in a while and I never heard of it before. Now we hear all about how busy everyone is. I want to talk to you about three clues to keep Christ in Christmas. It is tomorrow, Tuesday, October 24th. If you're listening before that time, um, it's at 3 p.m. Central Time, completely free. And I just added something. If you come to the actual live one, I have a show up live bonus. It is our Christmas kindness bingo game. And it might be a way to sort of keep your kids focused on thinking of others. And so I'm going to give that to anyone that shows up live at the actual class. So my questions to you are, does your home feel busy and hectic more than peaceful and reflective? Would you like to scale back the materialism and focus more on Christ in Christmas this year? Is it time? Is time a challenge? During the holidays, you're needing more time or searching for downtime. Is it all out schedule chaos? Those are the actual words that many of you have used when you describe. Do you tend to go overboard and then your kids become the focus of everything? I think it's really important that we get control of it. It is the end of October. You have got time to prepare. So let's give you some ideas that you can start to think about, pray about, and go to God about and see what is all there. I'll put the link here. It's actually howtohomeschoolmychild.com, which is my website slash, I'll just say it, keep hyphen Christ hyphen in hyphen Christmas. Keep Christ in Christmas with little hyphens in between. And so that is where you can sign up for free. We'll put the link wherever you are listening. And if it's already happened, we do offer a replay, a limited time replay. But before I close, I do, I mean, as we close, let's just review for a second. What is it that we need to do? We need to be, this is true for moms, but then we need to teach it to our kids. And the best way is by modeling. That our identity, we are accepted in Christ. We are secure and sealed in Jesus Christ in the bond and the blood of Jesus. And we are significant to him. We are truly loved by him. And so he is someone that those are things that we should be teaching our children. And again, I, I, I just confess, I didn't do this as much with my kids. I just assumed that they were dealing okay with all of those things. So I've got a whole new perspective about things, you know, Life gets in the way. The last seven years has taught me so much. And I just want to be able to share the things that I have learned as well. Um, 
If you have questions, comments, leave them in the chat or wherever you are listening. I forgot at the beginning. If you're listening to our actual podcast on YouTube or in uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, click the subscribe button because we'd love to get this information out to more and more people. And the more people that subscribe, the more people we can get this out to and encourage people in Jesus. Hey, thanks so much for spending time with me. I am Carrie Beth with Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.